Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first Dill Kokoro podcast. As you can expect with my quality of work, this is going to be absolute garbage. But hey, you know what? About for half an hour, whenever I feel like it, hopefully bi-weekly, once a month, who knows, I'd like to get together with my good friend Umi, and we kind of just sit down, talk about anime, talk about articles, all that good stuff. We're part of the best community there is in town. That's Anate. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Umi. Hi, I'm Umi. Um, As you know, when she said it like that, you might have remembered, she had her April Fool's. She's giving me that face because I interrupted her. <laughs> she had that April Fool's Day video that everybody loved where she did the uh, Sarah McLaughlin voice. So, I should have actually introduced you as that first. So, um, how does it feel to be part of history? First off, rude. Yeah. Second off, um, that was a really fun thing to do. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I just came over and you're like, hey, Umi, this is what we're doing. And I'm just like, uh, okay. And it turned out to be a blast and I really enjoyed it. That's bullshit. That's what? Not, that's not how that happened. Sure it is. I kind I, I kind of had an idea and you egged me on. I said that it might have been too mean to do something about the uh, Sarah McLaughlin dog commercial. And you're like, no, do it. And we're going to record it today. And, and, then, and then you just showed up. <laughs> I was trying to give you the credit. Oh, man. So humble. All right, so the wave pattern on this is ridiculous, but we're going uh, to keep going because uh, the comment I always get with everything is, oh, Del Kokoro's shit is always too loud. Well, you got what you wish for. Maybe because you're just a loud person in general. Yeah, I never know when to shut up. Anyways... <laughs> So, as somebody who hasn't been watching anime this season, I can't really weigh in on this season. However, I know you can, Umi, because you've been watching the new Fruits Basket. So, with that, I know you said that uh, Fruits Basket was one of your first anime, right? It was one of the first ones I've watched on my own. Um, I watched it... Shoot, how old was I? I had to have been... In middle school at some point and it actually back when YouTube had Funimation on it that's when I watched it and um, yep was very much more innocent back then as a kid of what I enjoyed watching in the form of anime um, but I recently got into the them redoing it in a much better more aesthetically pleasing version it reminds me of uh, the jump. is It's pretty interesting. Uh, I think of Key with their uh, anime uh, canon, and you look at like the I think it might even have been like early two thousands version, and then how it goes to the uh, just jumps on over into the two thousand six version, and it seems like it was made like thirty years later <laughs> with the level of quality. But Fruits Basket was. Everywhere, I remember, in the 2000s. You're talking about the YouTube era, like 2006, 2007. That was, that was the hot spot when anime was first kind of crossing over. over I was here. saying it was free to watch. They had a lot of selections. Also, back then, I think people kind of had a, uh, like a, 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 they didn't really realize how bad piracy might have been. So I, I'm assuming <laughs> there was some time where everybody was pirating anime. Like, you were watching YouTube, and it was like, episode 12, and... You were watching a pirated version of it, but... Actually, no, YouTube had a thing, like a whole channel that you would go click for anime, and it had a whole list. Oh, really? Yeah, it I... was 
if you had an account on YouTube, you could pull it up and you had to be like, are you 18 years or older? And I was like, sure am. Yep. And <laughs> my um, middle school self. God, remember when YouTube was good? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, I'm with all that I know of Fruits Basket, uh, run me through kind of like, is, so is it a one-for-one one adaptation compared to like what the last one was? I'm going to say pretty much so. Scenes I remember back then are appearing in this as I remember them as well. So I would say it's one for one, except for the art makes it automatically better in the newer one. It's okay if you don't know this. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm trying to think what the studio is who's doing it now. Um, oh, crap. I do it? not know studio names. So she's going to look that up here. Yeah, we're, uh, we're so prepared here for our podcast. Yeah, no, I... See, just like with songs and everything, I do not know like extreme details into things I like because other unless I'm really looking into it, I do not know. Let me see, what studio is that? Shoot, I'm not nothing. I'm not getting anything. You'd probably be better at looking this stuff up than I am. Yep, there you go, folks. If you haven't tuned out already, then now you know what you're getting into here with us. So, um. On topics of good anime, you and I just recently finished the endeavor that uh, Edite likes to refer to as the anime that doesn't exist, and we watched uh, Tsukihime, which, uh, kind of rallying back to our April Fool's Day joke, <laughs> I made the, uh, the, oh. the, the play that you, my mom, and I went ahead and recorded about the guy who was very, very passionate about doing a drama class for Tsukihime. And, uh... <laughs> oh my goodness. And you were like, hey, so what is this? And I told everybody that you wanted to watch this. Despite knowing how bad it was, I had never actually seen it. So I was just as fresh into this as you. And in your own words, Umi, how was it? Garbage. Dumpster fire. It was awful. So, there you have it, folks. It was the greatest anime of all time. So, uh, there were a couple... Oh, I didn't mean to clip that. My bad. There were a couple times uh, throughout us watching that that I think either one or the other had to just grab a pillow and scream into it laughing so hard. Uh, it felt like pretty much any time I looked away, something hysterical happened and Umi was just losing her shit and we had to rewind it to watch. Um... What was the one? It was with the sister falling? Yeah, you know, she fainted, and it was just a still photo of her slowly falling in front of the screen, but she didn't move at all. It was just her photo yeah, it, going. Yeah, it was like the image. is like a JPEG just, like, falling over. It, it might have been too much of a compliment to say that it would have been from Photoshop. It was, like, from, like, freeware Photoshop you get on your Mac, <laughs> and you, like, have to rotate the image. It was just so bad. It was supposed to be a dramatic scene, and that's what you have, like, straight in your face. And I was like, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because as much as I said that I knew about Tsukihime, I realized about halfway through that I'd only played like half of Tsukihime, so a lot of the stuff that was happening, uh, there's a guy in Anate, not to name drop him here, but his name's Stranger, and uh, I was messaging him after we'd watch, I'm like, hey, was there a scene where the, you know, like the sister was, you know, in the one bedroom doing the one thing, and he goes... Oh, yeah, 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 that was in there. And I'm like, oh, I just didn't play that. So, like, we were seeing things, and there was a lot of, like, a lot of stuff was, like, my first time with that, what was supposed to be in the, uh, was from the visual novel in the anime. 
but everything was so smashed together from different playthroughs of that that it was just such a, a mess. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we have now as an anime. And as you keep in mind, I also showed you today the uh, original visual novel for Tsukihime. And that those amazing, amazing no. drawings. No, like, and I but, also do not want to remember other things that popped up with that. I'm good. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't realize that the gallery had certain things in it. But, hey. Um, <laughs> My poor ass. Stop it. You know what? I didn't... There wasn't anything too bad in there. <laughs> Everything was blurred out. Um, <laughs> Except for that anime titty. Oh, okay. She said it. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? Ten minutes in without us saying anime titty? Like that's that's pretty good for this podcast, honestly. We're not the we're not the anime podcast. We're kind of like the. Uh... Oh, do we have things we're not allowed to say? No. I, okay, I, I just want to make sure it, I don't upset anybody. If if Proton Storms. Uh, Anate podcast, if that's the Avengers, we're kind of like the Defenders, we're like the direct-to-Netflix one, you know, like, maybe 12 people are watching it and they're, like, really into it. <laughs> so, that's all good. Hey, Mom, how you doing? Um, so, you've been busy with Fruits Basket. Have you, remind me, you were, you were restarting uh, Black Clover, right? Yes. Um, I just happened to start watching it to catch up to where my husband is and um that i really enjoy the show but the art is awful i i i always hear like and by here i mean like people send me like really good openings and ending songs from that so it's kind of got like that shonen thing going with like naruto where it's like naruto got all the awesome music and then just the oh say i do like the openings for black coat clover I, you know, at the end of the day, like, what, you figure, like, the openings and endings of anime might actually outlive the show themselves, because, like, I can sit there and hum, like, an opening to an absolute garbage show, not remember anything about oh, the like show. Oh, like the garbage show we were just talking about, and I told you how much I dislike that opening, but you won't I find stop every, singing it. I, I find every opportunity to sing the Tsukihime opening to her, and I, what was it, like, the first seven episodes, I was just, like making sure that you had to listen to it every time well you would not like start the episode itself and the loading screen just has the, the, intro the menu, the menu yes. music. And, and so he would sit there with the holding the controller staring at me letting it play okay that that sounds worse that sounds worse than it actually was but i just i clearly was just not yeah you know maybe i did that but hey good anime right well everything comes back to Tsukihime. um We've also been watching, uh, slowly but surely, we've been working through two good anime. We've been watching The Garden Sinners, and we have also been watching uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. And I'm sure you were so eager to start with uh, neither of these, but which one would you like to talk about first? The bunny one. Yes, the bunny one. So... I pitched it to her as Monogatari without being as horny, and that's kind of what it is. I mean, I can maybe see her way in on this. Are you nodding? Or... There is a lot less sensual brushing of teeth in this one. Um... Hey, hey, look, I didn't do... <laughs> uh, yes, okay, I did. I showed her that. Listen... Against we... my will. Don't... Stop it. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds bad when we do... We... Oh. Don't do that, please. 
I'm, I'm actually getting flustered. I wasn't anticipating that. Um, we were halfway through Baki Monogatari, and uh, I had the bright idea, hey, let me just show you as bad as it gets here. And then I had the idea, if she sees how bad it gets, maybe it'll be okay. And it was not okay. That being said, though, Bunny Girl Senpai, uh, we finished the first arc, and we're about halfway through the second arc, and I was really surprised that she liked it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, since she's been throwing me under the bus the first 13 minutes here, I'm going to say that you did not like Clannad when we watched it, so I was a little worried that, like, kind of slice of life, kind of, like, daily problems kind of deal would be a, uh, not a winner for you, but clearly this one was. It's a little more fast-paced than Clannad. I didn't like how slow that one went. Um, and also, I just, I don't know, I think the characters are more relatable and the way they act and everything. In this one versus Clannad, I don't, I don't know, I just couldn't click with that one, so I didn't continue. If I can't get hooked in the first few episodes, I'm done. Yeah, it, I th- I I can understand where you're coming from with that. I think it's like two or three for me. Or if it's a if it's a show like Bunny Girl Senpai or uh, even Clannad to an extent. Like if I know that there's like arcs to it, and typically you know an arcs like four or five episodes. If I don't like that after that first bit, unless I have friends that are like, hey, Dill, you know, you really got to stick through with this. It gets better as it goes. I'm usually not too inclined to continue watching it because you kind of get a feeling early on with some of those. Whereas uh, I mean, with the arc ones, whereas, like, other anime are just a narrative continuously building. And I think that's part of what uh, Bunny Girl Senpai does so well. We haven't gotten that far yet, but, uh, and not to spoil much for her here, but I think one of the more uh, crafty things that it does is it's not just, like, it's just a specific arc or storyline. It's more of... Uh, it, builds like so you know he helps the main girl and then as he's helping the next person two or three other storylines are kind of getting going on the pot so it's not necessarily like one's just on the front pot that's all that it is 100% you're learning about this character everything you need to know about that character is right there you know in the background it's like hey what's going on with x plot device oh well you know it's not a big deal right now it isn't but in a couple episodes it is um whereas I get what you're saying with Clannad it kind of felt like whoever was the girl of that arc, it was kind of ham-fisting itself there. And is that kind of what you were talking about with, uh, with Clannad? Yeah, I didn't watch more than the second episode, so... You didn't even watch more than the second episode? Goodness gracious, I was sitting here with an alley-oop to try to do damage control for you with Clannad, and... Nope, I stopped, and I just, you were like, did you finish it yet? And I was like, uh, no... Who's, was it Starfish Girl? Was that the first one? I can't remember. You can't even, you're giving me a blank stare. Are you talking about Clannad? <laughs> Clannad, yeah, she or... had a little starfish. Whatever. You she know what? Did? Yeah, don't worry about it. Not, well, well main girl in, but... Oh, Anyways, wow. well, this is also the person that uh, can predict just about any anime to the extent that I think she's just cheating and reading the Wikipedia page before we start watching something, because we started watching uh, Madoka Magica and she pretty much guessed the entire series. Like, Which one's that? It was the Magic Girl one. Oh, yeah, well, that the was one awful. Where it's like, what? That was an awful show. What? What? Oh, my goodness. It was so predictable and too cutesy for my liking. What? Oh, uh. my God. <laughs> like, 
I just screamed so loud that that mic just like put everything in the red. But I'm sorry. Oh, but... that's what that means. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're also looking at the feedback on this to realize how awful we are. Um, what? I think I've deeply upset you, and I apologize. Uh, I, it, it's not like it's not that huge of a blow to me, but... But you I, knew I didn't like that show. You said it was fine. I didn't like the way it was drawn either. We didn't even finish, like, three episodes. Because I guess the ending, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> Hurry up and make a wish! Become a magical girl! Um... Oh, goodness. So now that everybody is completely turned on you and me both, congratulations. I might need to burn this podcast so nobody could ever hear it. Um, Let's talk about Garden of Sinners. So we've watched the first four movies, which, uh, mild spoilers here. If you haven't watched Garden of Sinners, earmuffs. Um, It's basically where it is in the story. We get the overlooking view, which is the first one where... It's kind of the mystery of the girls jumping off the buildings. Uh, we get the backstory of how we're supposed to be introduced to the character of Shiki and what's going on with her. The third movie, which is a lot of people's favorites, but I know you and I aren't 100% fond of that movie just because the material is a little eh, about what happens to one of the characters. And then the fourth movie is a continuation of the second movie of what happens with Shiki's character arc. And if I'm not mistaken, and not to put words in your mouth here, you're kind of with me where it's kind of like your favorites are the fourth, the second, the first, and the third, right? Um, I actually have not put too much thought into it. I think the last one we watched I liked the most, so that would have been the fourth one. Fourth right? one. And then after that I don't. They're, they're all equally the same. You, but I, I remember you were very upset at the end of the third one. Like, that was, like, a very bitter taste. And I didn't like the way it ended. It was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. And, but, like, the mystery itself, as it's ha- happening, as uncomfortable as the material is, it was really well-crafted. Um, I'm cur- really curious to see. Uh, most people think the fifth movie is the best one, and I respect it tremendously. I might like the second and fourth ones more, but the fifth one definitely is, you know, it, in a lot of people's opinions, what it all builds up to, despite there being a few more afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's also why it's two hours long. <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, uh, this podcast, you know, we're only doing these as half-hour increments because we're both pretty busy people, but... We love you there at Anate, and we want to try to make as much content as we can. And with that, um, I wanted to bring up, we're both working on some nice little projects here, you know, something, you know. Uh, Umi and I are both big fans of the show uh, Fate Cooking, and with that, Umi has been... uh, really really busy at work uh getting these uh ingredients lists together and we're hoping to start filming uh videos of us cooking these ingredients uh with all the ingredients and stuff from each of the shorts do you want to talk a little bit about that oh yeah so what we're planning on doing is going episode by episode and cooking the main dish that they do in each episode and me cooking not dylan because we want the food to be edible um, uh-huh. and then us eating it at the end. So really hoping it turns out all right. Um, I'm going to try my hand on perfecting Japanese dishes and 
Last time I checked, I thought I was a better chef than you, but... Oh, you shut your mouth. Yeah. You really, you really want to do this on the air? Yeah. Okay, cool. So anyways, now that the lesser half of the Dill Kokoro podcast is done talking... Excuse me? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, but really, on, there were some days I was a little burned out with making content, and Umi has been a huge, huge boost with our creativity here, and it's really refreshing to know, uh, you know, any given day where you might not have everything to make content, uh, you have somebody that's been like, hey, you know, I've been thinking about this, I have these ideas... You go ahead and take a playoff here or two, and uh, I'll, I'll work with it. Like, uh, I, I just got done working about 88 hours for a week, and that's no exaggeration. And Umi and I were going to work on the first video. We're kind of getting the ingredients list ready, uh, filming, getting ready for filming, uh, getting the set ready, that kind of stuff. And I was completely exhausted. And she was just like, hey, just, uh, just lay down there real quick, and... Uh, I'll handle it. And before I knew it, she had everything ready to go. And we're really excited. We're trying to get all the, uh, you know, all the logistics taken care of right now. I'm trying to order some microphones that we can maybe, you know, uh, plug into our phones. So it's not just the uh, echo that's from every uh, amateur video that wants to, everybody was like, hey, this is my first anime video. And they're sitting across their kitchen. You can hear the echo. That's like really awful kind of like what you're probably hearing right now with our recording because I'm garbage at this. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to talk about with that? Um, no. I, I know you've been very excited to get started with Amate. I, I am super excited, and especially being able to do something as... I really enjoy cooking, so doing something like this, and I enjoy a lot of different anime shows that have cooking as their front, and I'm just very excited. And now that I'm done with school, I have more time to do with. By the way, if you uh, if you didn't hear already, I think I told everybody at Anate, and I say this because I'm sure by now only the the rider dies are listening. What's up, Luigi? Um, <laughs> uh, Umi recently graduated, and we we've been going to the same college, and I couldn't be any prouder of her. Uh, I am not graduating until the fall. And with that said, I have a little bit of groundwork to catch up on because I'm taking 25 credit hours this summer. But, you know, I've had enough of my content already kind of started, so hopefully it's not too much on my workload here. I'd still like to regularly put out content. Um, And with that, you know, I want to give a couple plugs real quick. Uh, Content recently to come out, uh, I was moved to tears by both Luigi and Dex uh, articles, and I know that seems like a weird tangent to go on, but, you know, I'm not as egotistical as I sometimes come off as. Uh, Their writing and them talking about personal stories, that kind of stuff, I know from firsthand experience, that can take a lot out of you, and I'm really appreciative that we have them around, and you know, I also love seeing all this new content from Doc Kev, and of course Hacken's always keeping it down with all of our news. And I just wanted to say I really appreciate all of Anate doing that. And I know when I show that kind of stuff to somebody new like Umi here, I know she can see that we're all very passionate about our work, and she's very excited to get started with us. And she's pointing and doing the party dance right now. 
Sorry to take over there, Umi. I, um, and now, you know, I got everybody's plugs out of the way. Now for me to be a selfish asshole, um, if we, <laughs> we were recently, and by that I mean like Sunday, we were t going back and forth. Umi found my second Dil Kokoro uh, favorite anime listing. And, you know, you have it up right now. I know you're looking through it, kind of refreshing. Is there anything on there you might object with besides the same thing that I'm constantly getting hate mail from with people saying that I have Fate Apocrypha up as high as I do? Uh, Cowboy Bebop. You don't like Cowboy Bebop? I do not. Oh my goodness. I get behind that one. Damage Control can't even stop what's happening right now. Umi is just... What? Can you're, I not like popular show? <laughs> I mean, like, look, there's a stock market. It's just crashing for Umi right now. Everyone's like, yeah, I kind of feel bad for her because... This asshole keeps talking and interrupting her, but now she doesn't like Cowboy Bebop? My goodness, keep her on the sideline. <laughs> um, but I do like that you have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because I got you to watch that, and it just makes me feel so proud that I got you to watch that super popular show, and you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. It just has a cult behind it, and I'm like, yeah. no, you really should watch it, and you did, and you're like, I love it. I can relate to Roy Mustang, and I'm just like, yes. And what's that up there on the right of you? A uh, Roy Mustang figure that you keep too close to you. Well. But, uh, <laughs> what are other ones? Actually, a lot of these, I don't know. You have a lot of ones I, I have not watched. Throw one out there. Um. Uh, Just throw a random one out there. M Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh, stop it. You know all about you know all about Iron Blood Orphans. That's our joke that we've been making. Yeah, but car. it's always one-sided. I think it's funny the jokes you make, but I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> See, now you make it seem like... Oh, damn it. I like your jokes, and it seems funny, but I still I can't picture anything that you're saying, except for your like movements with it. So when yeah. I picture the show, I just picture Dill over there sipping tea like he's a rich person, or... Dill over there, an orphan child that's getting blown up. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Well, that's a spoiler. Um, what? Go ahead and, go ahead and, uh, do you remember what I said the premise of the first season was? No. Oh, she's, oh, no. Oh. This is the part Let me where, just keep going down your list this here. This is the part where it cuts to, like, the, we'll be right back. What is back. Plastic Memories or Overlord or... Okay, okay, Plastic Memories. All right, I'm going to talk about the good of those two there. There, there. See, I got to take some heat off of you. Get get the stock backed out on my side here. People expect me to be the villain. They, You're brand new. You're too innocent. They don't want you to be the villain just yet. Uh, Overlord is, like, one of the most popular anime the last few years. It's kind of in that, uh, I think I told you before, and I'm going to say this wrong, everyone's going to get mad. It's like that Isuke, uh, like, where you're, like, transported into the video game world, and you're like, oh, this is this Oh, is like, like, repeat zero? Yeah, it's like ReZero, yeah. It's kind of like that, but not good. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. It was fine. Uh, Plastic Memories is about... Uh, oh, shit. Put me on the spot. Putting myself on the spot, really. Um, Plastic Memories is about a guy who's, like, assigned to, like, this, like... I almost want to call them, like, social workers, but, like, every family gets assigned, like, an android, and they have, like, a battery. Like, I want to say, like, I'll just throw it out there, like, ten years... And, like, after 10 years, the android just starts, like, going nuts, and it could potentially hurt people. So then, like, they have to go in, and, like, they, there's, like, an old lady, and it's like, this is my android, he pushes me around on a wheelchair, he takes care of me, and he looks like my grandson who's dead now. And they're like, nah, we're taking this away, all right. 
And then so it's kind of like the different people's stories and how these androids affected them, and the guy falls in love with an android because it's it's anime and it always happens that there's a guy who falls in love with a robot slash uh, vampire slash. Vampire? Well, I mean, we just watched Sukihime. And, you know, they spooned all night long. <laughs> yes, just spooning. Just very, very intimate spooning. Yes. Shiki, no! Shiki, no! Yes! Thanks for reminding me. So, uh, the aforementioned stranger and uh, Roro uh, were not very happy when I was originally playing the visual novel, and I don't even know her name now, because it's literally... There's a character in Tsukihime who has, like, brown twin tails, and I just refer to her as poorly drawn brown hair girl. <laughs> I don't even know her name. I just know her as that. Because I say it every time we were watching the anime. And uh, we were really, like, everybody thinks I'm the guy who will, like, defend a, uh, a dub till the end of time. And uh, that's not true, because I hated that dub. And I think part of it is it's, like, late 90s, early 2000s, so dub direction, like, is not really there yet. So you have, like, these very talented people sounding really bored, like, when they're, like, just giving, like, what I feel is, like, their first take, and then the people are like, all right, it's perfect. So during this entire thing, though, um, poorly poorly drawn brown hair girl (laughs) is uh, voiced by Carrie Savage, and I was making lunch for Umi and I right before we started recording all this, and she just started randomly saying different lines that that girl says. <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me because it was, like, really accurate. And that's why she shouted Shiki No, because she wanted to bring it up at least once here. And the other thing that we, uh... My brother. Yeah, we've <laughs> been in stitches. The sister, who I only know as the giraffe character because she's got a long neck in the, in the visual <laughs> novel. <laughs> The one uh, that fainted, but her body... Yeah, she's the, the, the MS paint <laughs> Like a rotation. windshield wiper went over. Yeah. It's every single time something dramatic happens, it's... My brother! No! My brother! Shiki. Shiki! My brother! No, not that brother! My other brother! <laughs> um, it, 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 I think it went from, like, the first couple episodes. Like, Ubi's sitting there pointing out, she's like... Oh, look, it's it's CL. That's the one from the, the video. By the end of it, she's like, oh, I really hate this. <laughs> when did you, like, when were you, like, really just done with that anime? When you sat there before you played episode one and I had to listen to the <laughs> song, the opening song, over and over again. <laughs> well, um, but- and then the void eyes of anybody standing in the background, like, just staring at the main character, but their eyes are not detailed, their face is not detailed, and then randomly they have really thick lines, and I'm looking at them like, how quickly did they half-ass this? Like, yeah, like, as, as bad as uh, people get on A1 pictures for, like, their really, like, lazy efforts with animating, and uh, Persona 5, the animation, is definitely the epitome of that, um, this anime blows that out of the water with characters that are, like, in focus... Just two, like, black dots for their eyes. <laughs> uh, I can't remember which one was commented on it. There was a one part with Arquade, and she, like, looked like she was, like, Brock from Pokemon. Yeah, because she, was, she like, was sad. Because she was sad and disappointed. And then there was, like, other times where they, like, just didn't animate mouth flaps. <laughs> 
Um, no, it's just it, so it, bad. It all comes back to Tsukahime, which is clearly going to be number one on my list when I do this uh, whole anime list again in the future. Oh, it's going to be number one for you. Yeah, uh, right there with Blood of Boars. Speaking of which... Oh, that's what I was going to comment on on here. She had only heard, kind of like what she was saying about like the jokes I make with anime that she doesn't know about. Uh, she knows about Gugsy because Gugsy and I did the pupa dub. And I kind of had the story about how Gugsy and I started watching Blood of Wars and then we couldn't finish it. And then one night uh, Gugsy peer pressured me into watching it and in a fit of rage and sorrow all at once, I just kind of started shouting ya 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 because that's the name of one of the characters. And she thought, I, she didn't tell me this, but I know deep down she thought, he's probably exaggerating this. There's no way this little girl says ya 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 that much. And if you read my article, I linked to a 24-second clip of her just going ya 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 over and over again. I'm going to save your ears. <laughs> and she just looked at me halfway through it, and she gave me, like, the is this real face. <laughs> Who would have thought that was a good idea? Well, you know, it, it's a Chinese anime. And, um, I, do you want me to actually try to explain it? I can try no. to explain it in 30 seconds or less. No, I am good, but thank you for the offer. Okay, so Julie, my uh, estranged ex-girlfriend, robs a bank with a bunch of other dudes who are, like, super cool. And then they get transported to a prison island. On this prison island, it's, uh, it's shown that everybody is vampires. And for no reason, people start dying. Giant CGI dragons fly by for no reason and then yaya's crawling around the ceiling and then it just kind of ends and i've heard there might be a second season and i pray there isn't a second season because the world doesn't need that again so with that said her face is telling me it's about time for us to get going so why do you uh, always refer back to my face oh my goodness stop it <laughs> I really, uh, I listened to this podcast and I really thought that, I really thought that Dil Kokoro was really mean towards Umi and I think Umi deserves better than Dil Kokoro as a co-host. It should be the Umi and Dil Kokoro podcast from now on. Anyways, guys, hey, um, thank you for listening. Uh, keep reading Anate for all the great content and I'm really excited for what we got coming up here. Hopefully the next couple weeks we can kind of, you know, hopefully start talking about how it's going with filming and uh we're really excited to get this video out towards you and uh i know this is kind of a last minute and i said that if i uh, forgot anybody i was sorry but with all this cooking stuff um stin has been making a amazing uh japanese cookbook uh series of articles and i even told him that there was somebody i knew who would absolutely love them and she's right here and I can just go ahead and just say that uh, she definitely did too. So uh, I'm all over the place here, and you're all probably never going to listen to another one of my podcasts. I'm sorry. So with that said, thank you very much, and have a wonderful day.